The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how to effectively market to the middle of your funnel. Joining us again is Agnes Josviak, who is the Brand and Communication Director at ClickMeeting, which is a browser-based platform for hosting webinars and training sessions. The ClickMeeting platform serves as a gathering for your target audience, whether your goal is to convey knowledge, demonstrate expertise, or to generate sales. And yesterday, Agnes and I talked about how to brand and market your webinars. And today, we're going to talk about how to make your webinars a success in terms of running an effective event and driving business results. Okay, here's the second part of my conversation with Agnes Josviak, Brand and Communication Director at ClickMeeting. Agnes, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm very glad to be here again. Excited to have you back on the show. We covered a lot of grounds talking about webinars and really focused on why you should create a webinar, what's the purpose of the event, and how to market it. My takeaway is you're going to spend about a month worth of time reaching out to a target audience to try to get them to show up to the event. And your conversion rate is going to be somewhere between, let's call it one to two percent of your overall audience is going to show up to the actual event. Eventually, you work your way through communicating and building impulse and telling people the value that you're going to have. Talk to me about some of the ways that you can make sure that you're going to actually provide value. What are the keys to running a webinar and making it a successful event? I'm just going to go back for a minute to what you said about three to four weeks of promoting. And it's really enough time for you to promote, but also to optimize your promotional activities during that time to actually make sure you deliver the best conversion for attendees. In terms of the value on the webinar, each of us, when we start webinars, we need to sort of realize that I've got knowledge to share, that I'm going to put it into a specific content. But I want to ask myself a question, what I want to achieve at the end of this webinar. Do I want to sell something? Do I want to nurture the contacts that I invited to my webinar? Or I want to close a sale? Or I want to do something else? Because we've got different audiences and we educate them. We want them to, especially if we organize paid events where people pay to get access to your event, depending on how many tickets obviously you sell, you want to make sure they will get the value that they bought when buying a ticket to your event. So you're going to work backwards when you're putting together your agenda and your presentation strategy for your event. The first thing you're going to think about is what are you trying to accomplish? 
If you're reaching out to your existing customers and you're onboarding them to a new product, maybe it's trials of that product. If you're reaching out to your prospects, maybe it's getting them farther into your sales funnel. You have to think about what the end goal is first. Once you have a sense of what your end goal is, you know what you're trying to achieve in terms of the outcome of your webinar, how do you think about creating content that's going to drive people to that outcome? So you start with an agenda. When you're sending an out invitation, it's a good time to present the agenda that will represent a certain value, the value that will sort of go through then when you create and present your actual content during the webinar. And if you think about this, when you're preparing um, presentation content, think about what you want to achieve throughout the way. And it's a process. Again, it takes time. But once you get there, you will see, okay, at the end, I want to accomplish this and this. So I need to give my audience a certain value. So on the sales webinar, I need to present value of the product that I'm presenting, for example. And they need to get the feeling that this presentation has something for them that if you're presenting your product or business, that it will solve their problem, the problem they have. So pretty much that you have to still preparing the content, promoting, still have in mind what you want to achieve, not only during the presentation, but throughout the webinar process. So you're basically going to build your webinar content, thinking about what the end objective is. And as you're putting your agenda together, which you're going to communicate throughout the process of your marketing, it's all meant to be a funnel to try to drive somebody to that end objective. Talk to me about some of the different ways to display that information through a webinar. I know that there's obviously live video, chats, Q&A, whiteboard sessions. What are some of the other ways that you can get your message across and what are some of the different types of fidelity you can use? Yeah, so pretty much the combination of all the features that you mentioned, because obviously you can do like a PowerPoint presentation when you've got slide by slide presenting what you want to present, or you can at some point show the video right from the YouTube. You can do the desktop sharing where you do sort of live demo of the product of the service that you're, for example, selling. Then obviously as an engagement process, because you want to keep in touch with whoever is on your webinar room through chat so people can ask questions throughout the webinar or you can leave them till the end through a special question and answer mode. And throughout, you can also display like a poll or survey, some tests perhaps if it's an online course. If you're selling something and you have a special offer to your webinar guests, then display a call to action, like a special offer with a call to action button driving people right to your page and making a purchase, for example, because you're presenting a special offer only within an hour after the webinar to people who actually attended the webinar. So you've got plenty of possibilities there that you can use to engage people and take your message across. So the word that you said that sticks out to me is engagement. There's a couple different tricks you can use to try to drive engagement and keep people's interest while you're presenting. With very rare exceptions, let's say podcasts, for example, people don't necessarily just want to hear somebody talk for a long period of time. They want to be able to see visuals and interact. So you can display different types of media, right? You can run videos and integrate other forms of content into your webinar, you can do interactive sections, question and answers and chats and whiteboard sessions as well. 
once you've gone through and you've created this wonderful event, you've brought in your videos, you have somebody else helping you moderate the question and answers, you're getting feedback from the people that are attending, everybody's learning a ton, everybody has a great time. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex, ready to take your team from I think to I know. Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. How do you ensure that that effort that you're putting into building this event is going to drive business results? How do you follow up with the people that are attending the webinar? And then how do you make value out of the actual content you've created by producing the webinar? So you always see, because obviously you're having statistics, how many people attended and how many people haven't attended out of those who registered. So you can, again, segment the message that you sent out after the webinar and differentiate it to those who attended and those who haven't. And we normally recommend to do it right away. Just don't let people forget about you. It could be the very next day that you do the follow-up. Say, thank you for joining my event. Here is the recording I promised. And obviously leave the contact to you. So if people have questions that they didn't have a chance to ask during the Q&A session at the end of your presentation, they will have have a contact so they can always reach out to you and you can sort of maintain that relationship between you and your potential clients. What we normally do as well, and I do recommend that because it's another form of following up after the event is putting out, for example, a piece of content like a blog post. When you do a recap of your presentation, including the most interesting questions from the webinar, because the recording you did for your webinar, you may edit. So for those who haven't attended the webinar, you can send the cut version without Q&A. But then after a while, direct them to your blog post where all the questions and answers are there. You've got a transcript of all your chats and Q&A sessions back in your account panel when you can just make it a nice blog post and put it out there. So there's a couple different ways that you can repurpose the content you've created. 
First off, you're going to follow up with your attendees and even the people that didn't attend, and you're going to share the recorded video with them to allow them to re-engage with the content. Not everybody is going to be able to digest your webinar content all at once. Maybe there's something that they're going to want to go back and listen to. It's a nice way to follow up and reiterate what the purpose of the content is. Maybe you're going to include a summary of your content as well. But then there's also ways to repurpose the content you've created, whether it be taking your long form content and breaking it into short form content for use in social media. You also now have a recording of your webinar, which you can reuse to rerun the event. So talk to me about the process of doing live webinars. And then is there a way that you can take your live recorded content and turn it into evergreen content? Well, once you have the webinar recorded, you can edit it. You can make it an on-demand content that you can then promote and people can watch it pretty much on-demand basis, but can drop their email address and they can watch the webinar on their own time. Also, once you have webinar recorded, you can make it an automated webinar. So once you have the presentation recorded, you can put it out of bits and pieces with different specific parts of the webinar. So here's a presentation. And in that moment of the presentation, we're running a survey and making it automated where you can still sort of moderate chat during this automated event. But it's the same content. It's what you've already done. When you can repurpose it, you can do it again in a week time to people who even didn't attend or to a different group. But like you said, it's never green content. Once you do it, it's out there and you can make a great repurposing of it. So my biggest takeaway here is that when you're going to go through the effort of producing a webinar, you're making this really valuable content. You're going to be talking for a half an hour or an hour or however long it goes, and you're sharing all of this knowledge. And you can run this routine over and over and over and over again, and it becomes repetitive. There's no reason that you can't repurpose the content and save yourself time. If you do a good job the first time recording your content, you could edit it up and just play that as a video. And then what you're doing is you're spending your time engaging with your audience while they are consuming the content. So you don't necessarily have to be a content creator every time you run a webinar, and it's going to create more bandwidth for you to be able to follow up with your existing customers and prospects. Absolutely. So it's not only about automating certain actions, but you can actually automate the whole process of uh, webinar sort of uh, creation, promotion and follow up after they watch the content that you prepared. Okay. Agnes, last question for you before we let you go. The landscape of webinars is rich and competitive. Give me a quick understanding of who Click Meetings is focused on serving and why is your tool the right one for that audience? Like you said, the landscape is very, very rich, but every company in this landscape, every tool in this landscape has a special purpose. Click Meeting is for webinars, for online collaboration, for online video conferencing, as per se, for sales presentations, marketing presentations, product demos, and online courses, equipped with all the features necessary to run that type of webinars. Okay. Agnes, I appreciate you being our guest and walking us through how webinars can be an effective tool throughout the various stages in Marketer's Funnel. Thanks for being our guest. Thank you very much, Benjamin. Okay. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. 
Thanks to Agnes Josviak, the Brand and Communication Director at ClickMeeting for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about Agnes, you can click on the link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can send her a tweet. Her handle is Agnes underscore W, A-G-N-E-S underscore W, or you can visit her company's website, which is clickmeeting.com. Just one link I want to tell you about in our show notes. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com. We have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can sign up for our weekly newsletter, and you can also send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P, on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast, podcast feed. We publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.